0: This is the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on 6:10 and FM 103.9 KDAL. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding and Gary Callagher here on KDAL 6:10 a.m. every week from 12 to 1. Mr. Callagher, how are you doing today?
1: Jim, we're doing just great. Hey, I want to remind people uh, if you go that we have a podcast. And if you go to KDAL610.com and you uh, scroll down and find the uh, podcast uh, drop down, you can find our podcast. We're, we're generally speaking, we're the last one online, line. So I don't know if that means people don't listen to it or, or we're just whatever. But we do have a podcast and uh, uh, it, uh, it's there on the KDAL610.com website for your listening pleasure.
0: There you go. Jim. Yes, Gary. Listen,
1: I, I don't know if you've been following the weather up here in the Twin Ports, but earlier this week, you know, it's the middle of February, and we had rain. And we had a right. lot of rain for this time of month, for this time of year. And it's extremely unusual for us to have three quarters to an inch of rain in, in the middle of February. In
0: February, yeah, that's crazy.
1: It it really is. I mean, if it would have been a snowstorm, we probably would have had 10 to 15 inches of snow out of this thing. But the the point I want to make is is when it rains, when it comes to housing, when the rain comes down like this at this time of year, there's no place for it to disperse. It doesn't right. go into the ground because the ground is frozen.
0: Yeah, for and
1: sure. If you've got a driveway, for example, like a blacktop driveway, and historically, they'll, you know with the uh, uh, expansion and contraction, you know, that we have, you're going to get cracks in your driveway. And when that water gets in underneath uh, the asphalt, that goes through those cracks. And then we have what is happening now after this rainstorm where it went, we went into a deep freeze again. Guess what?
0: Yes. Tell me
1: that stuff. Well, it's going to freeze and yes. I can almost guarantee you, that we are going to have, we're going to see some heaving driveways yeah. this spring. And, um, uh, and one of the funny things is, and this, this actually happened in my driveway with this rain is, is uh, I've got a, somewhat of a flat driveway. So I'll go out and sweep the water off if it pools up. But the water kept coming after I swept it off and it was even starting to dry off. It kept coming. and I'm like, Holy cow, there's a lot of water underneath here. And, uh, and then we started getting this freeze and i have I've already noticed some cracks that I, I did, hadn't noticed before. So th- I think this, this type of stuff, when it comes to driveways and the water getting underneath there and there's no place for it to go, and then we go into a deep freeze, I think you're going to see some heaving of these driveways yeah. this spring. And uh, that's, And how about the roads? You know, really How about neutral. the roads? Yeah, the roads got a little bit icy, but it, it, it wasn't super bad. There are some spots I was out driving around, there are a lot of areas where it is, and especially some of these sidewalks where it is glazed over ice and you have to be extremely careful if you happen to go walking. And uh, uh, I, I took our dog out walking
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> like the morning after this stuff. And honestly, God, I had to literally sit down cause she's a bigger dog and she can pull me. And I'm like, <laughs> she starts pulling me and I'm like, uh, I, and it's, it's early in the morning. It's like, you know, five in the morning, it's still dark on. I had no idea if there were icy spots, I Had to literally sit down on the ground and get, a, get her to just calm down before I was comfortable getting up walking because you just don't know where these ice spots are. And I thought, if she takes me, I'm gone, I'm going. And, uh, um, so uh, interesting yeah. weather that we got going on up here.
0: Wow. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember being up there when, when we did have that and it, it, it rained in the afternoon, and then the, the sun went down, and all of a sudden, all the all the roads are you know just treacherous. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's not good news. Um, it's strange too when you're, when you're in the middle of February. But is it? Um, I, I heard that the temperatures were still um, like below zero on uh, Friday in the morning early. Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. It's it's we went into a cold snap right after that storm. And, oh yeah, uh, yeah. It uh, yeah. But uh, but anyways, Jim, in in real estate news, a uh, couple of things that have, have occurred since last week is the mortgage interest rates have gone up and they're they're up at the 30 year conventional term as of today is up at six and a half percent. And, you know, we're so we're starting to see, you know, that volatility in that uh, in the mortgage interest rate market again. And I, you know, right now, I just don't know what to think. You, you know, you've got your FHA that's. At six point eight seven five for a thirty-year term, and your VA loans for a thirty-year term is at six point six two five. So last week, you know, we're talking about relatively decent interest rates. This week, boy, they're they're on the uh, they're trending upwards towards that seven percent rate again. And you know, it, it, it's it, it, it's hard to like try to figure out what's going on in the market right now. And locally here in the Twin Ports, Jim, I think we still have a really good market. I I think it's a—it's going to be a more expensive market. I think that's just a reality right now for buyers. Um, but nationally as well, you know, there's been a number of reports that have come out where, you know, inflation's cooling, all this and that, and some of the jobs reports and people spending money. It just seems to be this real positive outlook about, you know, people are just like, you know, shrugging their shoulders on this inflation stuff. And they're out there shopping, they're doing stuff they're buying, they're spending. And so um, how that all relates, you know, to um, the spike in rates and the, and the additional cost for everything. It's, it's, uh, um, it's just, I think, like I said, it's, it's going to be more expensive to build a house. And I think it's also going to be more expensive uh, to buy a house, not only to buy a house, but to build a house as well.
0: Oh and yeah, yeah. There's the no doubt increased
1: cost for for new home construction as well.
0: Yes, it's all it, it's all going to be very expensive, and the interest rates certainly don't help that for the average family. Um, you know, down here in Florida, it's. I mean, the the real estate market is very good here. Although Gary, here you want to hear an interesting one. Uh, in yes. In the last in the last year, um, the National Association of Realtors reported a drop of 1.6 million members to 1.5 million members. Um, so they lost, you know, a good percentage of, of realtors. And, you know, and that's happened here in Florida as well. There are a lot of people that, I mean, I shouldn't say a lot, but a few people that I know, because I haven't met a ton of people, have left the business. Um, and just recently so. So it's it's interesting, but there's another thing that's holding Florida in the hot market and that is that there's no state income tax, and you've got um, the state of California. You know they they want to put on a luxury tax on on houses that over over a certain dollar value um, to their state taxes, and all that stuff is making a lot of the a lot of the people who you know have means they're thinking about. Well, I think I'll just finally leave California, and I don't want to go where it's cold, so I'll just go to Florida. So there's a lot of interesting things that are working in our favor. And I got to tell you down here, it's, um, you know, I like practicing down here, but the, the, the traffic level has uh, significantly increased since, you know, we've got all the snowbirds down here. So it's kind of hard to get around at some points during the day, you know? Um, and that makes it a challenge for showings and, and being to your next appointment on time and certain other things. So, um, yeah, if if you were going to say what's the one thing about Florida in your area that you you don't like, it's it's the uh, February and March traffic because that's when we are just overloaded with visitors to the area. So, but it, well,
1: listen, you mentioned I think a really important thing with with the state wage tax, and this affects a lot of people, and 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 obviously I believe California is probably highest, uh, New York is up there. I, I I don't I don't have the numbers in front of me. Minnesota is up there as well uh, for the state tax. And, and it makes a difference. I know when it comes to sports, some of these like high paid athletes, they look at this stuff or their agents do. And they, they look at what the wage tax is. Um, I, my, my son-in-law, when I first met my son-in-law several years ago and, uh, uh, you know, and and he makes good money, you know, and, right. and uh, he got off the plane and the first time I met him, he, they got in the car. First thing he says to me, what's the state wage tax here in Minnesota?
0: <laughs>
1: that's my kind of guy
0: um, there you go Perfect. but um
1: but yeah i and i agree jim i think you're right and i think you know not only has florida experienced a, a boom in terms of people moving there because of weather but i think there's an a awful lot of um motivated people to leave some of these very difficult states that have uh you know difficult um uh, natural disasters. And I'll point to California as one. I think there's been a huge right. migration out of California over the last couple of years. And uh, uh, New York City, I think, or New York State is another one where I think people are just leaving. New Jersey, uh, where they just, they've had enough of, you know, you get these politics and, right. and some of these unfriendly um, uh, taxation laws that they have. And people just said, hey, you know, where can we go and, and save some money and and we don't have to live with all these you know uh, restrictions that these states are imposing on people or housing or or whatever it may be
0: yeah exactly and 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 the the high-end houses down here are um, they do sell I mean it, it's it's been uh, a very kind of steady market I we have more inventory you know per capita now than we have had in the last several years but still the the good inventory is being is being eaten up because we are in our peak you know we are in our are um, May and June, you know, Twin Ports, when everybody starts, you know, realizing that the thaw is there, and um, let's start looking at houses, you know. So um, we'll see what it what it's gonna what it's gonna return to, you know, when we kind of fall out of that market, you know, come um, you know come the end of May, beginning of June. All right, Mr. Callagher, we've come up on our first break here. You're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show, and uh, before we go, I'll give you my phone number, and then Gary can give his. You want to reach me for any real estate needs down here in Florida? Give me a call, 218-348-7653. And Mr. Callagher.
1: Up here in Twin Forts, I'm at 218-390-0615.
0: We'll be right back. Hang in. Well, after some minor technical difficulty, let's try that again, Gary. You were talking.
1: Yeah, Jim, um, we're talking a little bit about a couple of housing developments that are going to be going up in the city of Duluth that uh, uh, the city council uh, this past week approved some uh, financing for. Uh, not that they're financing the whole things, but they're, they are um, um, going to uh, give some funding uh, to these projects. And one is going to be, it's called the Skywards Flats, it's going to be an expansion of the Harbor Highlands area, which is at, right. at the top of Masaba Avenue, um, adjacent the to Copper Top Church and the Department of Transportation, uh, just below where the the, um, the new old Central Building was. Uh, and they're going to expand the footprint of those properties up there, uh, and those are going to be senior housing, okay, uh, geared towards senior housing up there. But but they're also going to be doing a project up in the uh, Duluth Heights area, and this is up on the corner of Anderson Road and Central Entrance, basically, and it's on the corner of Robin Avenue and Central Entrance. Um, it fronts. Um, uh, it's between Teak Avenue and Robin Avenue, right off of Central Entrance by Palm Street, Orange Street, and as you're going up Central Entrance, before you get up to the where the Cub Food and the Home Depot is. You can take a left to go onto Anderson Road there, and this uh, proposed development is going to be below Anderson Road uh, in on on that side of the road. And so, um, and and this is something, Jim, to where you know as you get back into that area, uh, and you've got um, Orange Street, Palm Street, Lemon Street, uh, Quince. You have got. It's a a heavy residential single-family home area. That's what it is.
0: Right, right, right. Uh,
1: And and we've talked about some of these uh, types of, be it a commercial development, be it a a residential development, when they begin to encroach upon traditional residential neighborhoods, because this particular um, uh, development that they're going to have, it's going to be for homeless people and and I believe high-risk people right uh and so um you you've got that particular issue that you're going to be butting up against a traditional uh, residential family neighborhood um and is does it fit and you know recently we've talked about the um uh the new jersey mikes going up there yeah. in kenwood is that completed yet? Road, and how that butts up against uh a, a, tra- a, a traditional single family A bunch of homes yes it's right on on arrowhead road
0: is it completed yet what's that is it completed yet
1: no it's not completed but it's it's uh, well underway okay Uh, and 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 again i still believe that that fit doesn't it doesn't it it, it's not going to coexist with those homes it's there it's going up it it is what it is at this point but but i think that this is another issue that you know we're going to look at and say well um it, you know the city council has approved some funding uh on this on the city's behalf for this uh and what this looks like and i believe this probably is going to be up and functional probably sometime in 2024 so it's a, it's a ways out but i don't i don't recall any public hearings on this you know not that i i pay a, a super lot of attention but but when i saw this um i thought Boy, i didn't really hear anything about this one so um, how this he... ultimately looks and in, in fits in, in the neighborhood, uh, I think it remains to be seen. But as, as, you know, somebody that lives in the neighborhood, if you've got, I think the fear is always, you know, oh man, are we going to have, what type of neighbors are we going to have? You know, because everybody lives with neighbors, most everybody.
0: Right, and, yes. And,
1: uh, uh, you know, there's always that element of like, Everybody just likes to live in their house, have some quiet peace and enjoyment, and, and what's it all gonna be like? And so I think all that remains to be seen, but I think you've got another instance here where you've got um, a, a particular use that goes against what the current use of the surrounding area is. And I'm not necessarily sure that that's always um, something that is, is um, ideal. You well, know, when it comes to single family because no, because quite frankly, I mean, what what will something like that do to somebody's property value? If you're if you're an immediate homeowner in the immediate area, does that affect your home value? And if it becomes somewhat of an eyesore, uh, you know, I don't know. And I've got I've got there is one example that I can get. There's there's a whole I don't know. I don't remember what it's called, but it's all Morgan Park. And this is kind of like if uh, somebody doesn't some wrong juveniles or somebody they got this like holding house.
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you're you talking about.
1: And 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 you know and and I'm not aware of any uh, neighborhood type problems, but that's a little bit more removed um, from you, you know your you know all the housing and everything. But but we do have these types of things and. Uh, again, how this all shakes out and what it looks like when it's done. I think that's the big thing, but um, I really haven't heard any pushback or feedback or anything on this project. So uh, uh, when I heard about it was that it was passed, I thought, boy, I haven't, I haven't heard anything on this one. So I hope that the neighborhood residents are okay with everything.
0: Well, and you know what, doesn't it, 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 every project that, has ever been approved or ever been talked about or you know in the in I swear in the history of projects uh, there there's always some conversation about it um and you know the the majority of the people might be in favor of some project um but it's always the people that come to protest it that usually get the loudest um input and you know i I hear you i if if this is something that you know maybe there was meetings and and you weren't aware of it but you know um, it doesn't matter what the project is there's always people that are against it in every state every community you know I mean no matter what it is I'm seeing that in Florida down here too and um, so yeah it, it's interesting because you know we have the same housing needs we have to um, supply housing for you know low to moderate income, and I mean there is public housing out there in every state. You know I mean America is very aware of that. We do have a very large influx of of, of new people coming in via the border. So and, and we and we have a homeless population that continues to grow. So there are all kinds of issues out there, and and, and everybody seems to you know. Um, not like them if they're in their quote unquote neighborhood and that's just the, the way it's always been don't you agree
1: not in my backyard or right. Indy as Indy. we call it and yeah. uh the um uh yeah and and so i think you know we've dealt, we've dealt with some of this stuff a lot over the years and one of the bigger ones that that i think we're all aware of and this goes back you know, uh, 15 years or so ago, 20 years even by now, you know, is the uh, college rental issue, you know, when, with all the conversion of the single family rentals into uh, college rentals, and what that did to the, a lot of the, the Chester Park area uh, uh, homes up there, and and the, the, traditional fa- the traditional homes, the families, the long-term families that had been there forever, all of a sudden had an influx of College rentals amongst themselves, and that was that went on for years before the pushback started. But once the pushback started, it was fairly intense, and and so I think you 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 deal with with these things, uh, you know. But I but I also think is once it starts to encroach upon your way of life and it starts to affect your use and enjoyment of your property, your quiet use and enjoyment of the property is what they call it. And, and then it, it ultimately affects property values, that's where I think you, you start to cross the line on this stuff, right? right. And so, um, you know, um, how this ultimately, like I said, looks when it's completed is one thing, but uh, yeah, we've dealt with this stuff over the years and, and uh, uh, not aware, and, and I'll, I'll put this one at the top of the list, Jim, And and I will put the college rental issue in the city of Duluth back in the early 2000s and what happened and and that i'll put that at the top of the list for. um, The the biggest incursion into people's quiet use and enjoyment rights of their property and property values and and the big change, and that was something that I think we all all remember well and. um, um, I don't think something like uh, a homeless. uh, facility high risk facility will come close to matching that but uh, yeah. i always think it's interesting when we when we start to encroach upon traditional neighborhoods um uh and, and and change the intended use of it or 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 change intended land use of of an adjoining type property um how does that affect the surrounding properties
0: all right, we got to cut you off right there. we got, we got a break coming up here, folks. Stay tuned. You're tuned into the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Hang in there. We'll be right back. Hey, welcome back to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show. Jim Ronding and Gary Callagher here. Um, I, of course, am down in Florida, and Gary is up in the Twin Ports. Um, my telephone number down here in Florida, if you want to reach me, is 218 348 76 Five, three and Mr. Gallagher, why don't you give out your phone number?
1: In the Twin Ports, I'm at two one eight three nine zero zero six one
0: five. All right. So um, we were just talking about affordable housing and some things that are happening, um, you know, in the in the area up there in the Twin Ports. But I I've got an article here, Gary, that says that you know some lawmakers down here in Florida want to give more incentives to affordable housing developers. And they want to limit local rent controls, and this, of course, comes from um, from the Republican side, um, where I think that maybe the other side would rather, you know, impose rent controls instead as a way to keep, you know, housing affordable. Uh, and, and and it's a very interesting the way that that each side kind of looks at this predicament because, you know, like for example, in um, the Miami Dade County down here. They say their goal is to have an additional 30 to 50,000 affordable units available within the next three years. I find that really kind of hard um, to imagine that happening, but that's kind of the the, the headline that they're talking about down here. Um, and it's the same thing up there, correct? A little bit?
1: Well, I think up here is a little bit different where they're they're not Necessarily encouraging or subsidizing developers to build these units, but but Minneapolis the um, uh, the uh, state legislature the, they've uh, they've introduced a new bill that um, and it's bill HF six eighty five yeah that uh, takes a, a prohibitive approach that that will bar corporate entities developers and contractors from converting single family homes into rental properties. And and Bill HF wow. 733 is a more comprehensive housing bill that includes an excise tax for corporate entities that own at least five single-family rentals when they try to purchase more. So uh, Minnesota is is trying to limit the amount of or the rate of conversion from single-family homes to rentals. Now. This bill doesn't doesn't go after like duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes, right, right. and that type of things. It's a single. It, it, it's aimed at single family, and, and the conversion of single family homes. So, um, and one of the authors of this bill, or um, um, not one of the authors, but one of the guys that revived it was uh, uh, Representative Matt Norris, a DFL out of Blaine. Um, he uh, revived this HF seven forty three and also called it the comprehensive housing spectrum act. And that was from the last session.
0: Really? Okay.
1: And, okay. Uh, and he went on to say, Jim, that he, re- he was recently fortunate enough to buy his first home and he had worked at, he had worked for many years to build up a down payment. He got financing from a strong lender and He had everything in order, but he said it was really frustrating time after time to be outbid by folks who were coming in with all cash offers, waiving all their contingencies. And he was basically priced out of the single family market and, uh, had to move towards buying a townhome. Um, so, um, you know, I think, I, I think you have what you're talking about, which is, is this, is subsidizing new development right. and up here it's a limiting conversion of single family home. And I, I, I think this one is probably aimed at preserving single family homes for their intended use, which is, uh, the American dream, you know? Right, You can own your own home. And when you compete with, with, you know, people that, you know, with big, big pockets, be corporate entities, be single investors, whatever, it's very difficult to uh, uh, compete with that.
0: Yeah. You know, it, <clears throat> um, there are, there are, believe me, that conversation is alive and well down here. Um, I don't know that we have any bills, but that is very noticed. And um, housing communities are dealing with it, if they can, by changing, you know, the rules and the bylaws of their association, you know, stating that, you know, if you're going to buy a property, you have to hold it, for, you have to own it for two years before you rent it out. You know, that's not, that's not aimed at you and I buying in a neighborhood in, 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 in Florida. That's aimed at the corporate companies that are buying and you know turning them into you know massive rentals i mean and and i don't blame you know the 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 world out there for being a little nervous i do think that that has a huge impact on whether or not the upcoming buyers are going to be able to move in um to you know something that they can afford to purchase themselves or are they going to be forced to rent you know because of the prices and the values of these properties being dictated you know by that kind of entry so
1: well you know jim i think i think when you look at this um, and you and you look at what they're talking about in minnesota here i, I think there's a, a a number of things at play here and i think realtors are always wary of you know regulations controls that are imposed by 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 state legislatures those types of things that affect property use or right. property rights those types of things and and I and and I think the other thing, you know, that, you know, some, you don't necessarily realize at some point is some of these investors, you know, when you're, you're an investor, you're, you're, you're putting money into these homes and a lot of these homes need a lot of work done to them. And so basically what they're doing is they're buying these homes, they're revitalizing them, they're remodeling them, they're renovating them and they're bringing them back. They're making them more valuable uh, and they're making them look better. So there's, there's that that goes along with this as well, too, Jim. And, right. and I think when you go into any given community, what is the role of an investor? I mean, you know, investors come in all shapes and sizes, and there's good, bad, and ugly. You know, and, and we all know that there are uh, certainly uh, great investors, good investors, and bad investors. And and as far as landlords, it's the same thing.
0: Well, and and so I think a, a um, lot of when the... you
1: begin to try to limit it and impose these things, I understand it where you want to maintain a certain that you want to maintain a single family market for people to live in their homes. And I get that. And I think that that's cool. But um, also, too, you know, where do you strike the balance? How do you right. figure it out to where you say, well, we're not going to control this and govern it and restrict it and regulate the heck out of it. But, you know, what do you do?
0: Well, and, and you know, down here, the the um Rentals are kind of looked at in a in a, in a little bit of a scorned way because, you know, a lot of times they'll people will just rent their property for a month or a week or whatever it is, and it turns into this party zone. And the party zone affects all of the neighboring properties, you know, I mean and, and you can complain all you want, but you know, those people are gonna be there for a month and um what they consider you know soft noise the the neighbors are highly acute to it because of their quiet neighborhood before so that's what we're here all the time down here is you know i've actually had people say i kind of want to sell my house because there there've been some very loud tenants and i'm just tired of it and i think i just need a new neighborhood so it's very alive and 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 um very it's very popular i should unpopular If you're if you're a neighbor, it's very popular if you're one of these investors and you're making some darn good money, you know, on the rents that you're able to charge. So I see both sides of it. I don't know. I don't know where it stops. Um, I just know that the uh, every every state in the union realizes that they don't have enough housing units for the people that are living there. So it's it's uh, it's all this argument, all this all this back and forth about how are we going to solve this problem? And it's very interesting, and it's going to go on for quite some time.
1: Well, I agree with you, Jim, and it, it's it's the big, how do you strike the balance between right. providing adequate housing and um, and keeping government regulation out of it?
0: Yeah, there you go. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Well, um, let's see. How are business? How's business up there? Have you, uh, is, has things Gotten any any busier since your little rainstorm? And um, no, know. it's
1: slow. This yeah. is a slow market. I mean, it's. Uh, I think the buyers are in the marketplace, but there's no houses. Yeah. And so, uh, if you're listening to this, folks, and you want to sell yeah, your right. house, by all means, uh, this market needs some houses, and uh, um, you're welcome to call me and and uh, see if we can help you out.
0: Well, and you know what I um, I, I remember the same thing um, when I was selling up there is that yeah I mean I would people said well I'm going to sell in the spring my, my next thought would be and the next question to them would be like well would you sell it right now if you could get the right number you know because you know you can get that property sold now um, so yeah I hear you Gary it's uh, it's something that that uh, is is necessary in twelve months out of the year but who wants to move when it's too below right yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, or 30 below. Right, Whatever. right, exactly. Exactly. All right, Gary, we're coming up on a break here, but before we do that, why don't you go out and uh, go ahead and give your phone number out?
1: I can be reached at 218 390
0: And down here in Florida, you can reach me at 218-348-7653. And Gary, I think I told you this already, but I had a couple of people call me. Um, from the Twin Ports Real Estate Show that want to come down to Florida. So um, I'm very happy to keep doing the uh, Twin Ports Real Estate Show with you, sir. And uh, Well, we've been
1: doing it for quite a while, yeah.
0: So I, I hear I you. I appreciate everybody listening. Yeah, so we'll be back right after this break. Hey, welcome back to the last segment of the Twin Ports Real Estate Show on this Saturday. Um, Mr. Callagher, let's lighten the load a little bit and let's talk about some celebrity real estate, something everybody wants to hear about.
1: Well, Jim, we always talked about celebrity real estate back in the day. It was always a fascinating and interesting thing. But this week, uh, there's quite a bit of it going on out there. And uh, uh, you you will talk about uh, Bill Bill Clinton's childhood home in Arkansas. hits the market for $345,000. Oh, really? Not as expensive as one would would think. Christy Alley, and Christy Alley just recently passed away. Yes, she did. Um, Sure, her... um, uh, it, her property in Clearwater, Florida, Jim, um, is on the market for $5,999,000 and it. it's pending after just sitting two weeks on the market. James cordon the late, late show host, he's got his LA mansion on the market for 22 million. Wow. You know who Dan Snyder, you know who Dan Snyder is?
0: Um, didn't he used to do a really, really late show, late night show?
1: Um, no this is the owner of the washington uh well now the washington commander's football team oh and, oh yes
0: yes yes so yes you know he yes. he's,
1: he's, has to sell it he's in a lot yeah. of trouble he's put his maryland uh maryland's priciest home on the market for 49 million dollars wow motley cruz vince neal is rocking out of his las vegas home it's on the market uh for $2,699,000. And uh, Britney Spears, Southern California Manson, hits the market um, six months after she bought it. Oh, my. I don't give the price here, but uh, that was a flip, a quick turn.
0: Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. She's quite an so, interesting uh, boy, yeah, She's had quite a life. Pays
1: so pays $11.5 Tom Brady's ex-wife. Oh. Uh, for a home, guess where it is?
0: Tampa well
1: it's in the Miami area but it's right across the street from Tom Brady's home oh boy (laughs) don't be surprised if those two end up getting back together
0: well I think maybe that's to keep the kids closer but (laughs) well that too yeah I I wouldn't doubt that either I kind of they kind of had a good thing going for so long but wow
1: Well, I don't know how much time we have left here, but... uh, we got
0: about another minute.
1: Whitney Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown's former Georgia mansion hits the market for $1.9 million.
0: Wow. There you go. Go Go ahead. Michael
1: Jordan. Remember Michael Jordan? Yes. This isn't the Michael Jordan we think of. It's called Michael P. Jordan. And uh, he's the star of Creed. And uh, they don't give the price of it, but uh, he's got his on the market as well.
0: All right, Gary. Well, that's enough celebrity news for now. Um, Why don't you give out your phone number one last time just before we get on out of here?
1: I can be reached at 218-390-0615.
0: And you can reach me down here in Florida at 218-348-7653. Have a great weekend, everybody, and thanks for listening to the Twin Ports Real Estate Show.